Check, check, check. One, two, check. stream situated there we go <laughs> what's up it's been a while since i've been on youtube um working out of my little mini live stream setup that i have rigged up in my living room um yeah i wanted to do a podcast about a particular topic if you didn't uh read the title it's about uh city of uh carson and the south la south bay area having like a weird smell. Um, so I want to talk about that. Uh, unfortunately, right now, um, all my music live stream stuff is going to uh, to different platforms just because um, I'm trying to get monetized on YouTube and they don't allow, um, you know, music, copyright stuff. So won't be doing any of that stuff right now. Um, you'll, you'll see, you know, if you want to see that stuff, go to www.djocult.com dot com slash live stream go on there and you can see all the different types of live streams i do but um for right now on youtube i'm only allowed to do maybe like podcast kind of stuff until i get monetized we'll see how it goes but yeah so i have of course a bunch of podcasts prepared uh different topics different things i've been thinking about um you know doing uh, presentations on one of them being this uh, Dominguez channel. Uh, so what is the Dominguez channel and what am I talking about? So I don't know if you guys noticed recently, but there's been a lot of like weird smell stuff happening in like in the whole like South Bay area. Everyone's been uh, experiencing this strange smell. We've all been wondering what it what it is. It's a very strong, pungent smell. And so, a little while ago, uh, there was a, so here's the, the Dominguez channel, I'll pull it up for you guys to see. Um, it's like, right off of like, um, here's the image of one. Oh look, the Goodyear blimp, uh, what a coincidence. Yeah, it's, it's uh, right near the freeway and the oil refineries that are in Carson. So this is what it normally looks like. You can see if we hit satellite mode. So we'll zoom in. And uh, I mean, yeah, th this place is like, you know, it's 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 a riverbed. People bike on it. Um, lots of homes nearby, but also lots of oil refinery stuff. So the the question is, what? Why did this smell occur? Why why did it suddenly start smelling bad? Right. So if you watch the news, 
they they were like really quick about saying what 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 it potentially was um uh, according to them there was a fire like uh nearby and uh some cardboard boxes caught on fire and apparently those boxes and that this warehouse fire like um is what contributed to the smell and some scientists went down there and kind of checked the uh the the overall status of the the contaminants and found particular substances that I'll get into in a minute, but um, let me pull up one of the earliest earliest uh documents I have on this. Uh, let's see, let's see. I have here we go. There was a L.A. County emergency declared, and it says that this basically the Los Angeles County was like they had a program set up for people to be able to filter their air. Everyone who lives near the uh, the Migas Channel, because. This area was, I guess, declared like a disaster area because it's that's how bad it smelled, um, and so they're they're monitoring monitoring the water and they found here's the particular substance they found hydrogen sulfide levels were really high, right? So that's what gives it the uh, the rotten egg smell or the sulfuric smell. You know, it, a lot of people associate that smell with like demons or whatever but for the purposes of <laughs> being scientific let's just stick with you know it smells like rotten egg um and this so this was bothering lots of people of course it's bad for your health you know like so kids live around here their schools and stuff so it's really it's really problematic um here we can see dominguez channel event update uh los angeles county dominguez channel so uh, people were were able to move. Actually, they relocated some people to hotels that were like super ghetto. There was people complaining about these hotels um, being really bad. So, so it, it it was all over the news for a moment. It was like the biggest issue. So, let's play this video real quick. Come on. Here we go. Acetone and odor neutralizer at six locations, also air rating that channel as well. Officials said that there's an improvement of hydrogen sulfide levels. All this data tells us that we're doing the right thing and that we've got, we've figured out what is actually happening within the water that's causing the smell. Officials said the goal is to restore the estuary, which could take one to two years. So super vague, didn't really explain what was in the water or anything. Just kind of like, we know what's in there. Don't worry about it kind of thing. <laughs> um, but let's, let's Days see. after people in Carson began to report a foul odor, we're learning more about what the cause could be. LA County officials believe it's coming from an organic material 
drying out after being left on the banks of the Dominguez Channel during low tide. Authorities have ruled out any kind of release from a nearby oil refinery or waste facility. It's believed hydrogen sulfide is calling the odor. People say it's giving them headaches and making them nauseous. Even though health officials say only long-term exposure can cause problems, the mayor of Carson is now calling for an investigation. Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more great ABC7 content by... Shut your ass up, Mark Brown. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so you can see that this was like, you know, all over the place while it was out. You, you, you heard the, the report says... Uh, they ruled out any possible, you know, leakage from any of the refineries nearby. But let's take a look closer look at that and, and try and figure out particularly what, what could have caused this. Because, you know, it's it, uh, when I first heard about this, uh, I realized real quick, I was like, after this smell happened a week or two after another incident that happened in Carson that was like a rare incident, and that was... Um, an earthquake. I remember everyone felt it in the South LA area. There was a big old earthquake. I'll pull it up. Um, it was like a 4.3. Yeah, here. 4.3 Shakes Carson area. So this earthquake was a big deal. I, I remember everyone felt it. It felt like it came from underground and it Support was to the hospital, two of them in critical condition. There was also a, a child inside that car. We understand that they're expected to be okay. Uh, so the video got taken down. But regardless, uh, there was there was an earthquake um, nine miles under the under nine miles under Carson is what it says here. Um, nine point one miles. And this earthquake, uh, you know, it happened. Let's take a look at the date on this. This is September 17th. This was published, the earthquake, right? So this this earthquake happens. And then immediately after this earthquake happened, um, oh, here we go. Here's another video of the earthquake. Breaking news, a 4.3 magnitude earthquake rocking Southern California. A jolt occurred just before 8 o'clock with the epicenter in the city of Carson. By 8.30, hashtag earthquake was the number one trending topic in the country. Eyewitness News reporter Jory Rand live with new video and reaction from startled residents. Jory. Mark, the earthquake struck nine miles below where we stand right now. The epicenter right here in Carson. It was felt all over the South Bay and well up into Los Angeles. A violent 4.3 magnitude earthquake struck Carson just before 8 o'clock. It was described as one powerful jolt followed by several seconds of shaking. So you see. Boom. And then everything just went boom, like boom, boom, hit the ground, right? I was like, oh my God, Lord, <laughs> please let this die. I don't want to die this way. This Woo. is the moment the quake struck from inside the 7-Eleven at Avalon and 223rd in Carson. All of a sudden, everything started shaking. A bunch of stuff off the shelves. There was wine everywhere. There was a uh, chocolate 
syrup. Um, it was crazy. It was a trip. And from inside the TNB barber shop, you can see the jolt hit sending folks outside. Next door, they were in the middle of a pole dancing class. It was a loud boom, and then also it was some shaking going on. Our ceilings, a lot of our ceiling tiles fell on the ground. It may have felt like a big one for those <laughs> close to the epicenter, but Dr. Lucy Jones always there to put these into perspective. It's a pretty ordinary earthquake, if you will, for, for the Los Angeles basin. Uh, it's what's called a strike slip earthquake, which means the fault was close to vertical and one side moved horizontally past the other. I, li I like how these experts always talk like they absolutely know what occurred. Like, bitch, you're not sure that that's how it went down. Like, relax. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's this uh, this is this is the main reason why this intrigued me is the this event here you can see on the screen it's like a flame event or um the refineries every time there's an earthquake i guess excess gases leak out from the ground and cause this uh event that they call a flaring event there was also some concern tonight when the oil refinery in carson began to flare huge flames seen from air 7 lighting up the night sky but a statement from marathon petroleum says this is a normal event after an earthquake so let's and let, that flaring. Let's take a look at, at who is Marathon Petroleum. That's such a such an important name right now. We'll keep we'll keep that on a, in a little tab and we'll we'll save that and we'll continues remember. tonight here at the oil refinery in Carson. Out of several stacks, again, just a normal event, nothing to worry about. A lot of stores were likely already closed when the quake struck tonight. It's a normal event. Look at the full scope of the damage. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Reporting live in Carson, Jory Rand, ABC Seven. I went to snooze. Thank you, Jory. So you can see, all right, there's the flaring event I was concerned with, right? Okay, so there, there's an earthquake in Carson, which is very rare. And then, and then right after, there's a flaring event at the refinery. So let's take a look at what is a flaring event. So I have, I have a note here that where I have everything saved. We can try and take a look at what if understanding flares. Let's make it bigger. So, the use of a flare system is an integral part of the refining process. It keeps the refinery running safely during unplanned operational interruptions or scheduled maintenance activities. What is a flare? A flare is an integral part of the refining process, uh, also used in other industrial operations across the world. They are key safety devices to ensure the safe disposal of excess flammable gases. Torrance's refinery uses the flare uh, strictly and it's regulated by the South Coast Air Quality Management District. So they are constantly monitoring the levels of pollution that this... Uh, Flares outputting. So the crude oil refining process generates gases that are transported through the refinery's processing units via a piping system. Unexpected events that cause our operating equipment, such as pumps and compressors that shut down, can lead to flaring. Also, power interruption, momentary power losses in the homes, um, all of these can cause flaring. It just basically means there's excess gases 
coming out of the ground. So what kind of gas, right? What kind of gas is produced as a byproduct from the refining process of oil refineries? That's the next question I had was, what is this gas? What is it, right? And how is it monitored? So if we take a closer look at the company itself, so... Marathon Petroleum. This is the name of the, the company. So Marathon Petroleum Corporation is an American petroleum refining, marketing, and transportation company. And it is ranked as the 197th largest company in the world. So it's like su super important. Like it's number 11th in the United States. Carson, California, the Los Angeles refinery, a.k.a. So this is like really interesting, right? So this is uh, this is a marathon refinery. So then the next question to ask is. What gases are they emitting from, you know, um, from this process? And I did as much reading as I could on this and I found some stuff on it not too much um, but here I think I found this let's see let's see if I can read this real quick um, this is like another document on air quality control of air pollution from oil refineries in the Los Angeles County area so keep in mind the only thing I want to know is what is this gas? Because my bet is that it's sulfuric. Some type of sulfuric gas has to do with hydrogen sulfide is my guess. But here we see during the past six years, the Los Angeles. Oh, this is like a really old document, by the way. Um Blah, 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 smog problem, um, oil ref refineries, chemical plants, burning fuel, right? Blah, 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 blah. So they're talking about how um, these companies have violated um, a lot of these uh, rules and regulations and how basically they've been doing what's called fracking in within the Los Angeles County area, which is not technically allowed I guess um, because this is a major metropolitan area but I guess there's a lot of oil here as well so it's kind of like uh like we want the oil but people live here so what should we do so of course you know these are like lower income areas where they're not gonna give a fuck who lives there and they're just gonna they're just gonna get these fucking oils and fuck everybody is basically the situation there so and and this has been happening since like look this is like February 1955 like this play this this refinery has been around for a really long time and they've been getting like here at this time they were doing a hundred tons a day in storage tanks of of oil a hundred tons a day that's pretty crazy and they kind of go into like you know the the techniques and the drilling and how it's done so. Very interesting stuff. This is some super old school stuff. And this is how long this has been going on. But what about today? 
what does it look like today, right? So I have a few articles here about just that. Oh, here we go. So before we get more into the environmental groups and stuff and, you know, like protesting essentially um, some of this stuff, we can talk, we can, I guess, define these words more or less. Because then I was curious, it's like, okay, we kind of know what fracking is. It's like pumping water into the ground at high pressure after having sent explosives down there, blowing up the substrate in order to let the oil flow. And then it's like, it's it, it, it pollutes the groundwater. It's very bad. But apparently, you know, it produces shale, which is like some type of... Um, uh, product that then is then that then that's refined. So I wanted to know how how does hydraulic fracking work and 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 we want to know again. Let's not forget. Is it sulfuric gases that are being emitted? So according to Marathon Oil themselves, hydraulic fracking involves pumping a mixture of mostly water and sand with a small amount of additives um, into the reservoir under high pressure to create fractures or cracks in the target rock formation. This increases the production rate and ultimate recovery of oil and natural gas from a well, right? So they supposedly take steps in ensuring the well integrity, conserving fresh water nearby, reducing air emissions from flaring and other sources, and managing waste responsibly. So we can see that the concerns that people have are conserving the water table, the fresh water in the nearby area. That could be, all right, let's say that this company is fracking in, in, in that area. That could be maybe why the channel smells the way it does because if, if some of these chemicals leached into the water table, it's only natural that after a rain or anything like this, that the channel itself gets polluted. And then there's the air, um, the air emissions from flaring, which is a necessary, you know, they have to do that in order to, to, it's a byproduct that they don't want. So this is all very interesting, right? This is directly from them. Of course, they're going to be like really PG about it. They're not going to tell you the real deal stuff. They're, you're going to make it sound as clean as possible. But, uh, here is what I was talking about earlier. Environmental groups filed notice of intent to sue Los Angeles County oil refinery over hazardous waste violations. Um, and this is them. Um, here, let's take a look. Uh, this is them pumping liquid petroleum and storing it and distillates, among other products, and putting stuff into the air. Um, so... People have been suing them for, for quite some time now over all kinds of stuff. Uh, we can take a look at another article of people. The fear of dying pervades Southern California's oil polluted enclaves. So, again, it goes on about how the whole area is polluted. People have problems breathing in the area, and, you know, people are thinking about suing um they shouldn't have people are 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 essentially 
under the impression that maybe housing shouldn't have been developed in these areas, but whatever, you know, people, they did it anyway. Um, but you can see they do a, uh, here's a map of, of the pollution in the area. You can see that in Carson, it's like really bad. There's one oil refinery here in Manhattan Beach. The air is bad there as well. So y y just just by looking at this pollution map, you can see that Cart like s the southern Carson, northern Harbor City area is the most polluted area, and yet so many people live there. And I, I think they've done like recent measurements, and like it's like really bad. Like you, you can see, the here it says the operation reported discharging more than 3.3 million pounds of pollutants in 2016, including 95,095 pounds of toxic chemicals such as the carcinogen benzene and you can you can it's just it's crazy this is this is what's going on in Carson so we're supposed to read all this and we're supposed to think oh there's no way that the that the canal that passes through those re those refineries smells bad there's no absolutely no way that is connected to the refinery. Experts have done research and they show that no, it doesn't. Like that's such bullshit. Whoever's saying this, who who got paid? You know, that's what I want to know. Who got paid to say that on the news? Because it's kind of clear that here, just reading. Look, check this out. The equivalent of removing more than thirteen thousand five hundred passenger vehicles from local roads each year is how much they pollute, and pollution from sulfur and nitrogen oxides, fine particles, and carbon monoxide. See, again, the sulfur. The sulfur is the one that's the most noticeable because of the smell, because we can detect it with our nose. But there are so many other chemicals that are non-detectable by the human, you know, nose, and yet we don't, we don't complain about this because we don't realize we are getting cancers and dying, but the sulfur is really interesting because we can smell that one, and so... And 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 it's and it's the only reason why anyone has noticed this, which is really really crazy. So just a few years ago, they had other problems at this refinery. I'll maybe throw up some of these other videos. Here in the South Bay, those living near the Torrance refinery are demanding answers about the use of toxic chemicals at the facility. Good evening, everybody. I'm Peter Downs. And I'm Elsa Ramon. Dozens of South Bay homeowners spent the day demanding changes at the Torrance oil, oil refinery. They made their case to air quality regulators who are investigating a series of fires, excessive flaring, and power outages in recent months. KCAL Line's Lori Perez spoke with some who worry their community is unsafe. In our, in our area, the whole area, and I'm very concerned about it. They were among dozens who told air quality regulators Saturday they want proof PBF Energy can keep its neighbors safe. Since this massive explosion in 2015 that left neighborhoods covered in particles, there have been power outages, flare-ups, and fires like this one last November that AQMD has been taking note of. The city actually told residents to shelter in place. And last month, the EPA issued a report that found, among other things, broken equipment designed to help contain any accidental release of highly toxic hydrofluoric acid. Oh, highly toxic what? Hydrofluoric acid. <laughs> Five-year resident here, and I've been putting up with all the uh, near-miss 
accidents have been happening over this at this refinery for years. But many don't want to put up with it anymore. They want to ban MHF and insist the plant use sulfuric acid instead. A conversion PBF says is not as appealing as some might think. So, so here's what happened at this time, and let's take a look at the the date on this. This was um, 2017. They were using hydrofluoric acid, which is a very powerful acid, one of the most powerful acids out there, right? And this acid produces byproducts, but it doesn't have an odor. And so these people, they insisted that they use sulfuric acid, which they did eventually end up adopting sulfuric acid as the new um, chemical for processing petroleum, which is really, really interesting because then maybe that's the the source of the sulfur and why we're smelling it in the byproduct of the, you know, going maybe polluting into the groundwater through from, from fracking and maybe also into the air from flaring. So that's very interesting. Uric acid presents its own challenges. So both both of these process, you know, these processes have, uh, w we have to manage risk. Kessler says risk is one thing. But this is the one accident with the consequences of which are perhaps thousands of deaths and really to destroy a community. AQMD will use what it heard from neighbors, from safety experts, and the refinery itself as it considers new regulations, which could include a ban. In Torrance, I'm Lori Perez, KCAL 9 News. So, very interesting. Again, you know, so sulfur comes up again in the processes of this uh, refinery. So, uh, Let's take a look at um, a report of the foul odor in uh, in Carson. I have a report here that says that proves that the uh, the well we we heard the um, the video from CBS saying that the uh, the odor is coming from the sulfur. But here here's another video. Let's play this. That's an update tonight on the Dominguez Channel odor that is occurring in Carson. In a virtual town hall meeting, county officials reported the latest results in a multi-agency effort to address that smell. Workers are now spraying an odor neutralizer at six locations, also aerating that channel as well. Officials said that there's an improvement of hydrogen sulfide levels. See, so they know what the problem is. It's hydrogen sulfide aka you know an oxidant of sulfur and they're monitoring the area for hydrogen sulfide levels and the only thing they do to try and fix it is basically like spray it with perfume or something you know like you, you can't febreze the thing to death it's not going to go away like find out the source of the sulfur and then the smell will go away but instead they're just spraying uh, smell neutralizers whatever those things are that's very strange, but here's a graph of the of the hydrogen sulfide levels measured hourly at 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 this at the site, which is very 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 interesting. And, and so then again, you expect me to believe that this was a naturally occurring event, or that it came from? I s somewhere I read that the the official city statement is that it came from a, a warehouse fire where some cardboard boxes burned and then fell into the river. Like, it makes no sense. All this data tells us that we're doing the right thing and that we've got, we've figured out what is actually happening within the water that's causing the smell. Officials said the goal is to restore the estuary, which could take 
one to two years. That's like such BS. Like I hate when the news is like so so corrupt. South LA in general is like one of the most corrupt like industrial city areas that I've ever seen. It's pretty crazy. Days after people in Carson began to report a foul odor, we're learning more about what the cause could be. LA County officials believe it's coming from an organic material drying out after being left on the banks of the Dominguez Channel during low tide. See, this that's such a wimpy excuse. It just it makes no sense at all. Come on. Authorities have ruled out any kind of release from a nearby oil refinery or waste facility. It's believed hydrogen sulfide is calling the odor. People say it's <laughs> I wonder how much money uh, ABC seven received from big oil. It would explain a lot. Um, so, all right, that, 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 that's that's the current state of affairs. Let's let's read a little bit more about the um, the actual removal of of hydrogen sulfide um, during the process. So here is a, a company that specializes in this. Um, so hydrogen sulfide is a colorless, flammable, and extremely dangerous gas. <clears throat> it's found in many refining streams, such as crude oil, asphalt, residual fuel, distillates, gasoline, as well as natural gas, propane. It's heavier than air and can travel along the ground. So if you were polluting the air heavily with hydrogen sulfide, it wouldn't just go up into the air because it's, it's, it's a heavy gas. So it would, oh my God. Dog, shut up. It would, it would, it would fall slowly towards, towards the ground and it would, uh, so. <laughs> Boba, stop barking. <laughs> so yes, um, that would, that would explain a lot. Uh, let's, Let's put on pause for one second while I let my friends in. Got some friends coming in. I'll play one of these videos for you guys. Put it on pause one second, be right back. Check, 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 check. <laughs> okay, we're back. Hey, Brandon, come say what's up. Check, check, check. <laughs> what's up, guys? What's up? Yo. We live. We live. It's the homie Brandon. 
We're going to be hanging out later, <laughs> but nobody needs to know that. <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, we're doing a podcast about The Smell in Carson, the Dominguez channel. So I'm getting into uh, what causes the smell and how the government is covering it up, including the media. Uh, but we're reading about sulfuric acid and sulfur in the air and the processes that the uh, oil refineries use, thank you, sir, to get uh, to get the sulfur out of the gasoline and basically they put it into the air and people just breathe it in. It goes into the river, um, the river smells, but then the news reports the, uh, the river, you know, like, oh, this bad Carson smell, and they blame it on, like, stuff that's unrelated. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, I had this whole presentation set up for this. Just about done. Maybe we'll do a DJ live stream after this. Um, but, yeah, we can see um, fossil fuel industry pollutes black and brown communities while propping up racist policing. <laughs> this is, like, a straight-up, like, leftist progressive, like, crazy shit. But, um, you know, the Carson area is, like, predominantly, like, low-income housing. You know, nobody wants to live. Next to the refinery, you know what I mean? It's like That's it's like, like I don't, I never understand how can you have something Yeah, there's houses. Have yeah, how, how is there a residential area near like such crazy industrial area? It makes no sense. It's really crazy. Um, but uh, if we do some like looking at like, you know, these companies like Marathon and so they 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 definitely do fracking. So they're they're polluting in all kinds of ways. And this just to summarize before we close out. It it has everything to do with um with basically all of LA and how all of it's being polluted. It's not just uh this refinery and this smell. It's it's everything. It's not just these basic things. Choke the dog out. <laughs> uh it's it's everything. Um earthquakes are definitely uh triggered by fracking, so this is where it gets slightly conspiratorial is that I think maybe that 4.3 earthquake that happened it maybe is also a consequence of fracking. I don't believe that that was just like a random earthquake that caused like flaring at the refinery. Earthquakes, you know, they're triggered by fracking. Everybody knows this, um, you know. In addition to pollution, sinkholes are caused by fracking. A lot of things are caused by fracking. Uh, that's just like pumping water into the ground. They break up the rock down there. So here, 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 here's like what? I what is fracking? Here's someone else trying to explain what is fracking. It's just uh. For gas lines, they do it for petroleum. Hydraulic fracturing everything. or fracking is a decades-old technology that unlocks oil and natural gas from deep shale formations. This technology is now often combined with horizontal drilling, another component of yeah. oil and natural gas development that has also been used for many years. Exactly, yeah. So you can see here, uh, um, they drill lots of, you know, really deep. They go through all of this, and then they turn it sideways, and then they pump water down there. So you can see how they pump water down there. And then they use the water to break up all the uh, the rock 
and and that and then that allows for the oils to be extracted, right? The oil, you can think of oil being trapped in what they call shale. So shale is like rocks with oils and gases that are trapped in the rocks. So they can't get it out because it's trapped. So what they have to do is blow all that shit up so that the gases and the oils can be extracted. And then they pump it up, yeah. So first they pump water down, and then they the, that stuff comes up. You can see how it, they break it down here, and then they pump it up you see that's how they do it so if you do that you pollute the groundwater you pollute the rivers you pollute everything that because all the water comes from the ground table you know and then when the oil comes up it doesn't come up by itself it comes up with gases that you don't want like sulfuric gases and other things that pollute and then they they just straight up burn that stuff and it just goes in the air it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> Uh, you know, like this is this is how we get to drive our cars. So, like, you know, as much as we complain, we participate yeah, that's in this. That's why, like, the whole Elon Musk movement, like, people want to be autonomous vehicles. Yeah, that's why people want to go electric. That's right. So, you know, with gas prices being so high right now, because you can see uh, gas right now is like, like ridiculous right now. It's the highest it's ever been, right? So it's put all of these refineries at like a lot of pressure to to produce more oil to make more stuff happening, right? So I don't know about the recent volcano and how that occurred, because but I think the earthquake, the volcano is like already in an area where there's volcanic activity. Who knows what caused that? I I don't know anything about that area, yeah. but my theory on this particular subject is that. The earthquake that happened recently in Carson could have been caused by this. And then subsequently, all the problems after that. So, and then that's not the only types of pollution we got in. Like, we got in, like, look at this. Like, they've been dumping, like, crazy, like, amounts of, like, cargo in the water. In the water like, has just been falling over. Uh, did you hear about the, the there was recently um, also a boat that dragged an anchor and broke a pipe near Anaheim and polluted the whole beach yeah, in Costa Mesa, Anaheim, all that area. Yeah, Hermosa Beach. Yeah, Hermosa Beach like all of it came over here. And yeah. all, all of that happened because of, you know, all the, the boats being docked in the, in the L.A. Harbor. Yeah. There's so many boats down there, like, with, like, backed up because they can't get in because of the shortage of supplies and all that. So then the anchors are fucking up the pipes in the ground. Shit's falling into the ocean. <laughs> You remember not that long ago there was a North Dakota pipeline that they were protesting like please don't bring it through our through our uh, all right it's leaking over nine thousand barrels of oil spilled in North Dakota because of the because of that pipeline that they tried to protest to shut down. No, they didn't shut it down. They built that shit anyway. <laughs> and now look, now you can sue them. Look, you can uh uh, uh <laughs> fuck had the wrong view. <laughs> you can you can sue um. The the city of Carson, um, in case you're in an area where the air is bad, you can call them. Call them. You can get a lawyer now. You know, has the air and water contamination in Carson impacted you? <laughs> yeah, it's like right down the street. We we could smell it here for a while, but then the smell went away. But it's just crazy, you know, all this stuff happening. But uh, you know, that summarizes it. 
we're going to close it out so we can hang out now. Maybe we'll do a DJ live stream after this one. <laughs> but it won't be on YouTube because uh, I'll i get uh, I'll get the video taken. I don't want any more copyright strikes. But maybe we, if you go to djocode.com slash live stream, uh, you can check out our music live streams there. But anyways, uh, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Um, is uh, Do you think that my theory has merit? Is it possible that this is what could be happening? Um, is it, you know is 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 this a viable outlet? Like you know, like but at the same time, like is the media lying? Like what's going on? And this is only one of the many um, different conspiratorial podcasts I'll be propping up in the next uh, the next few days at my little mini studio uh, until we find a new place to relocate this studio. But for now, that's how we'll be doing it. But thanks again, guys. We're about to sign out. Peace. Peace.